On his new album, Blackie, story by Roy Kinsey, Chicago rapper Roy Kinsey explores his southern roots and how his family's migration from Mississippi to Chicago informed his own sense of identity and blackness. This is my conversation with Roy Kinsey. Hey everyone, you are listening to Vocalo Radio. I'm Jesse Menendez, my in-studio guest, Chicago-based hip-hop artist, Mr. Roy Kinsey. The album is called Blackie, a story by Roy Kinsey. Before we get into some of the songs specifically, tell me about who Blackie is, what Blackie is, because it sounds like you've separated yourself from what this person may or may not be by saying Blackie, a story by Roy Kinsey. Mm-hmm. Blackie's more uh, of an idea, kind of trying to come into my own. And I had to figure out a story, what his story was. But there were traumas. There was the passing of my grandmother. There was some family history that I was delving into. And I was connecting the stories of mine with the stories of people that have come before me. And so I wanted to tell the story of this person who had migrated from the South, a person who um, is coming up and not having the healthiest esteem of themselves and kind of breaking old ideas about oneself and building anew. But Blackie, the nickname, was something that was kind of like directed toward me when I was younger in a neighborhood that I grew up in. And I've told the story once before of how my aunt was the first person that called me Blackie. And it's it's dichotomous because you end up putting IEs on words to, like, make things sound cuter. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I knew that it was derogatory because of how dark I was. And I was teased about that. But this came from an aunt that was darker than me. You know, and so it's always those things, those nuances, those dynamics that affect us. uh, And we don't know how these things affect us, things that are directed toward us when we're younger. And then we build walls around ourselves. And so I was really just trying to explore that and explore all of the things that I felt that were kind of influencing me and, and what what it meant and what it meant. So my, you know, my black experience, but a lot of people's black experience they making profits off our spirit it's been tragic ever since and when i tap into that magic no we had to have it then yes you free of right i'm mad because i rock that type of skin and it's embedded in my dna had to become the cna to heal my sharecropping grandfather could have been a doctor without the trauma bet my father could have been the author we posing all the headshots now we need a malala Money in the air pulling the Yankers out the auction. Exhausted. It's haunting. There's a lot of exploration that goes on in this album. When you talk about in a song like Mississippi Mud, we're talking about your sharecropping grandfather could have been a doctor, or if it wasn't for the trauma, your father could have been an author. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you're revisiting those ideas with a sense of regret or almost with a sense of man what could have been that's what it all is that's what that's what a lot of our reflections are especially as black folk it's like 
if we were able to kind of start at, at this one place. You know, my family had dreams. My dad had dreams. My grandfather had dreams. But they were busy, you know, helping somebody else with their dreams. And so when I think about the trauma, you know, people that have trauma, that have experienced trauma, have children. Where do you think that trauma goes, you know? And those are the things that I want, those were the things that I kind of wanted to explore. So it wasn't necessarily happy, but I had to move away from that because I knew that on paper my life looked look beautiful. I went to the best schools that Chicago has to offer, you know? I am around, you know, a very loving community. I am um, pretty myself, I think. I, I like to explore and to really do some sleuthing and figure out exactly what that means. So I do feel as though I have um, some privileges and some freedoms that a lot of people that I have grown up with don't don't have. But inside, I didn't feel that way. I didn't feel as happy as I felt like I should be. And I wanted to know exactly what that was. And then when you start getting into your own history and then your family's history and all that stuff, it's just kind of like, oh, there is a lot of regret there. Why, why can't I focus on all of these amazing things? Why am I always thinking about this? So I had to figure out what that was and then be able to move past it. But it was just lurking back there and I didn't want it to anymore. Hey everyone, Jesse Menendez. My in-studio guest is Roy Kinsey. So let's jump back into Blackie. It starts with Blackbird, which is just an instrumental track. And from years of speaking with musicians, be they instrumental or vocalists, I know almost everything anybody ever thinks is worth recording is filled with emotion. You know, it's, it's rare that it's just like, yeah, I don't know, it sounded cool, so mm -hmm. I did it. What is Blackbird saying? Why is it that this opened up this album? And why is it that you chose to leave it as just an instrumental? Um, there's a lot of space and spaces on the album for reflection, and I didn't really feel as though I needed to talk on everything. You know, people have their own ideas, and I wanted people to kind of put themselves in a position of migrating, which was a big part of the story of mine. My grandmother left the South. You know, my grandfather left first to kind of try to, you know, build a foundation and then you send for the rest of your family to come up and now my grandmother who's been in Mississippi her whole life moves to this big city with her daughters and things aren't necessarily going amazing between my grandmother and grandfather and so imagine being this young woman with three children in a new city how do you cope you know what medication do you have? And so those were the thoughts of mine. And I know that people have their own migration stories or coping stories or healing stories, you know, things that you do to get through. And so that was what it was. I just really wanted to take my time. I wanted this to be a very patient album, introspective, and I wanted, you know, people to kind of draw their own conclusions just through my story. Red and blue hues, go zoom in my city, there's blues in my city, blues in my city. Purple hearts go boom in my city, there's blues. 
schools in my city Play the blues for my city City segregated, but uh, the bullets Facial views turn blue like we puffed out our chest We holding our breath, we holding our breath Wondering who's next He looked good, considering She said as she leaning over the casket What he been through Said we lost a loved one They asked what he into Hey everyone, you are listening to Vocalo I'm Jesse Menendez My in-studio guest is Roy Kinsey there's a song that follows Mississippi Mud called Citadel Blues. And it's interesting when you talk about Mississippi Mud and the story of your grand folks coming over here for a better opportunity in the city of Chicago from Mississippi, right? Mm-hmm. You would think then, if this is a hopeful story, that the next song up would be like, and then we get to Chicago, it's white picket fences and grass. But no, you're talking about the troubles that someone your own age might experience now if they make their way to a city like Chicago. Tell me about Citadel Blues. You talk about the city being segregated, but the bullets ain't picky. Mm-hmm. That's a crazy line. Yeah, thank you. Um, you go to other places and experience life, and you kind of <laughs> go back to Chicago and you wonder. And I love the city. I was born and raised. I really do love coming from Chicago, but I just feel like sometimes the things that we're you know, caught up with nonsensical but I did want to take you know this macro idea and make it into a you know micro idea of um, how those things have affected us now and I talk about you know again the low self-esteem or healing through substances um, and growing up in the city or you know it ain't picky I've lost family to gun violence and this is the first time that I'm really talking about it but I went to my cousin's funeral and uh, I remember my aunt saying he looks he looks good considering you know considering what he's been through this man was like shot shot in the face you know so that's pretty much kind of where that comes from it's like we're all over this city, and things are happening all over this city, and it could take, you know, people very close to you. It's just me working in the neighborhood that I work in in West Humboldt Park. I've just seen a lot, which goes into the song Red, Black, and Green. Red, Black, and and I don't want to, you know, beat you to it, but that was what the— that was this whole thing. I'm seeing young black kids being caught up. And I know that they they got here similarly to how I got here. Their people are from the South, too. And this is kind of our present experience of people dying for nothing. Red, black, and green. Red, white, and blue. Red, white, and baby blue. Man, who the fuck for you? Man, who the fuck for my? I need time to decide. All the blood is red, but all the blood is shed. You'll die for the Bible, then for false idols. You'll die for the rifle. You'll die cause you rivals. You'll die for the cross. You'll die for the star. You'll die for the watch, then for the car. You'll die for your side. You'll die cause you'll skin. You'll die if you lose. You'll die for the win. Hey everyone, this is Jesse Menendez and my in-studio guest is Roy Kinsey. Let's get into RBG. I for a second thought this was going to be about Ruth Bader Ginsburg <laughs> or Rebel Black Girls, but it's red, black, and green. And I like how you compare in your uh, proclamation, you like red, black, and green, 
red, white, and blue. So here you are mashing up where we've came from and where we currently are. What were you saying by doing so? Because red, black, and green, obviously the African flag colors. Sure. Red, white, and blue. American flag colors, red, white, and baby blue, Chicago flag colors. Mm. And I wanted to talk about how we're not honoring the right things. <laughs> Over the summer, I was at a museum. I was checking out Hebrew Brantley's exhibit. I think that was in Elmhurst. And um, that was when the news came out that the president had called these football players, you know, SOBs or and talks about Colin Kaepernick and talks about how these people are, you know, unpatriotic and and all of these things. And I'm like, yo, you care more about the flag than what these people are protesting, than what we're protesting, what we're talking about. We're literally talking about lives lost in the streets, you know, state-sanctioned violence. And you're talking about something else. So you can praise this flag and you can praise these guns. And you can praise all these things. But there's a person literally standing in front of you and you don't see them as a human being. That's wild to me. And that was really what I wanted to do. And with this entire album, it was my thoughts and me trying to, like, get this across in a very common sense way. I don't this is not political you know, for, for me. And some people argue that, that everything is political. And I get that. But I'm talking, you know, from person to person, how James Baldwin would get you together <laughs> when you're having a conversation with him. Like, you ain't slow. You're good at acting like it. But you know exactly what I'm talking about. And so that was basically all that was. We're praising flags. We're praising all these things. But we're not honoring people in front of us. Well, congratulations. I think the album came out fantastic. I can say it's with absolute honesty. It's easily the best album you've made thus far. Thank you. Continued success, Roy Kinsey. Congratulations. Thanks, Jesse. Boy, real rap in this bag. It's got no bottom. Whole world got something to add. I got no comment. Boy, real rap in this bag. It's got no bottom. Whole world got something to add. I got no comment. Once upon a time, they're hobble apart. Where they live life fast, they said a dart. There was a little bugger by the name of Roy. Had to prove to the boys that he ain't for toy. On these beats, four albums later. Trying to find time just to smoke my hater.